You're listening to Moto the Podcast, a podcast about life, culture, music, entertainment, and pretty much everything, led by two future lawyers, Mahini and Toby. Moto, that's why it's called Moto. Hello. Howdy, welcome back. Howdy. Why do I say howdy? I'm from an American twang. Are you wearing your cowgirl boots? No, I'm not wearing anything. Joking, I'm fully clothed, Mum. That would be so inappropriate. <laughs> Where will I? <laughs> We've been waiting to record since 10am. By we, I mean me. Toby has bought some hard drive because he's got no space left on his computer and my throat's running out. It's all a big metaphor. Let's see if you can figure it out. Please, keep it PG. It's a Sunday. So what are we talking about today? We're still on the theme of culture. This is episode three of the new miniseries. And we've decided today we're going to talk about social media, which is very topical. There's been a couple of things going through the news that are kind of revolving around social media and freedom of speech. And so we feel like this is right for examination. Go straight into that. You asked what we're talking about today and answered your own question. <laughs> it's like you thought we had a live audience that were going to shout out suggestions. Um, we did put it on our Instagram and we've had some... Always got a dream. <laughs> We've had some really funny responses about what we're talking about. But yeah, we're talking about social media today. It wasn't as perfectly planned. It just happened to coincide with Big Elong. Elong? Elon. Elon. Um, Sorry. <laughs> Purchasing. Really elongating this intro, aren't we? <laughs> we really are. Um, but yeah, should we dive straight in? Do we want to have a catch up? I think everyone probably dying to know how we've been since our last episode let's take it into and i let's start with you Meany. what's what's happened in your life since we last spoke on moto um i'm in the middle of a really big acquisition namely a corporate company is purchasing my soul seeing friends having a jolly old good time but i've missed moto so i'm very happy to be behind mike again why does yeah. everything sound dodgy <laughs> today this was supposed to be no man may Mahini. already <laughs> you're talking about mike the listeners out there, if anyone wants to know what No Man Me is, feel free to DM me. I unfortunately cannot talk about it live on air. You also moved house, didn't you? I did. I did. I've moved flat. How are you finding that? I'm loving it. Loving life. Very happy here. It's good to be sort of fully immersed in my London experience at the moment. I think living in London, this could be a whole episode in and of itself, but it's it's a whole thing. It's got highs and lows, but yeah. I like my flat. I like the location. The girls that I live with are friends from uni. Get on very well. Good tidings. Good tidings we have. I think, I mean, I don't know if any of our listeners are interested, but I certainly would be interested to kind of maybe do an episode talking about living in London and getting the most out of London, almost like a London survival toolkit. I'd like that. Socials and maybe finances, all of that sort of thing, because that's almost a, well, it's the hub of culture in the UK, isn't it? So. I think Coventry is actually the city that won City of Culture, isn't it? Yeah. So We were there when it happened, so... Maybe we've brought the culture to London, hence this yeah. whole topic. Yeah, let us um, let us know. People at home, people on the bus, wherever you may be. Uh, and what's new with me? Well, I did my LPC exams. That's the legal practice course, the last sort of vocational stage of exams. And I got my results and they were... Toby did really, really well. House clap, everyone. <laughs> Lol. Did you say lol out loud? Just laugh. Lol out loud. Isn't that like saying laugh out loud out loud? Yeah, but do, I, I never understand why people go haha lol. Just continue with the haha. Just why do you need to say I'm lolling? <laughs> Text it by all means, but don't I say. think it's just like a book ending conversation. It's something that I think we do in, in uh, the British culture. A similar example would be when um, when you're all laughing as a group, but then no one else says anything. And so you just add on a, oh, funny, as if to just say, that was funny. And now that's the end of that. Someone say something. Another good bookend 
for a conversation is to get up and walk away. But that's quite abrupt, isn't it? Yeah, it doesn't go down so well, I think. There's a reason that British-isms have survived. Haha, <laughs> that's funny. Back to social media. So what have we got? Let's, let's have a look at some of our um, yeah. comments. Why are we talking about this? I kind of tried to introduce that. but So I think <laughs> we're talking about it because it's a big part of all of our lives. Whether we have it or we don't have it, it's something that's talked about a lot. I think we're trying to have a mini debate today. Do we have some pros we can talk about, some cons? Maybe a little survival guide for social media, how to best use it and get the most out of it without getting overwhelmed by it. I think that's the goal for today. Yes. Why don't we um, set out, I mean, to the extent that we can kind of capture this, what's your relationship with social media? And then I'll talk about mine. Are we like daily users? <laughs> um, Sorry, let me just wipe the social media off of my nose. <laughs> um, yeah, good question. I probably do have interactions with social media every day and saying that actually sounds awful but what do we count as social media do we count whatsapp and yeah so we're talking about the metaverse so <laughs> facebook instagram whoever owns snapchat now um what else we got whatsapp to be honest yeah even whatsapp i suppose has become quite a big part of our lives i mean it's just a messaging service really but i think we can all the idea of group chats definitely fits into social media and the idea of mm that just online dynamic now for many friendships and families there's family group chats and we talked about family group chats previously whatsapp is something i use a lot because it's the main way i talk to people along with messenger i don't text that much um instagram i do use a lot my relationship with instagram has changed drastically over the years i didn't ever want it in school i was always adamant that i didn't want it and everyone was like no you must get it you must post nice pictures um i don't know where everyone is from based on that accent but I, yeah, didn't like it that much when I started to use it when I was maybe about 18, went to uni, realised that I was hilarious and could write really funny captions and got really carried away with posting pictures. Um, and I got really swept into the whole getting loads of likes. And it was such a big deal for me when I hit a, like a certain number of likes. Like, who do I think I am? Honestly, I was like, whoa, look at me go. And then after that, I was like, whoa, that's a bit much. So now I just try and have fun with it. But I also think I probably do post quite a lot. Yeah, I mean, it's it's difficult to kind of imagine what the typical hypothetical person like that uses social media nowadays, like our generation. I definitely feel like looking at the people that are going through secondary school now, they seem to have a very much stronger relationship with social media. It seems to be so much more pervasive, whereas I feel like our generation can kind of switch off a yeah. bit more, but nevertheless are still definitely succumb to the the more toxic side yeah. of it um so i definitely think as being a product of that generation i don't live my life by social media but i would be barefaced lying if i said that i'm someone who doesn't use it um i must open instagram at least once a day it's definitely the thing i go to if you know i find myself on an you know on my own somewhere waiting for someone or whatever i'll just open that and just see what's going on i feel like i have in the past deleted it or not deleted it um you can sort of temporarily suspend yeah. can't you uh, instagram especially facebook i think the reason i'm still on it is because what during university you kind of allude to this it, it was a very powerful tool for you know making sure you stay up to date with events and that so it's a very time limited thing yeah. but of course it was the first social media i got so yeah i sort of have this kind of casual casual relationship if you like with social media <laughs> yeah we're not exclusive but i would say instagram is definitely that is the main one that i use and then whatsapp to the extent that we're calling that social media, that's probably when I use the most. With Facebook, I think it's kind of interesting. Loads of the older generations now, it's kind of like 
Facebook is for mums and you see loads of mums very active on Facebook but genuinely for me I literally use it as birthday reminders but yeah not really using it that much I don't sit there scrolling on it but sometimes I do Mm. it's like doom scrolling isn't it where you sit and you're bored and you're scrolling on Instagram and watching videos and the algorithms now are so intelligent that they will keep showing you stuff that will engage with your brain and it's actually terrifying how much time you could waste scrolling and I think what I hear a lot is people talking about that in relation to TikTok so I feel like TikTok is the exactly yeah new one that's kind of taken the world by storm I thought I was such an old man saying <laughs> um talking about uh, in you know the Wagatha Christie yeah, um, yeah, yeah proceedings going on at the moment there's a lot of talk around how the barristers that are interrogating not interrogating cross-examining the parties don't understand how Instagram works yeah I mean this is a theme I think throughout our legal education which has been about how it's so far removed from the way the world works and I feel like social media is that's where that kind of is most pronounced because the barristers are like asking can you please explain how a, yeah an Instagram post works that's um, so funny I went to a talk this week and a barrister had come in and he was super tech savvy and he was talking about infringements when a website is copied so if you've right. got like a really famous brand it's pretty easy to defend that but smaller brands it's harder to establish when something's been copied and he was saying that people literally go into court and they try and submit screenshots of a website to the judge and he's literally been there where the judge is like can I what can I tell from this screenshot like none of them have a clue yeah so there's there's, we've kind of these overlapping themes really I mean this is an area where the law is really slow to adapt and just to go back to TikTok do you have it I don't actually I should have made that point so I I I'm quite removed from that experience, but a lot of my friends use it. And that's what I say is there's this common theme now of, oh, I've deleted TikTok because I was spending hours on it. Couldn't stop kind of thing. Yeah, I literally, I think I had it for about a month, maybe found myself watching copious amounts of videos. And then I was like, right, that's absolutely far too much. I must delete this app now. Um, But yeah, well, it's, it's how unhealthy it is to be exposed to these perfect edited highlight reels it's literally what they're called your highlight reels on instagram and it's just not a realistic representation of a day yeah totally i mean there's so much to unpack with this i don't know i feel i I don't feel like this debate has ever gone away the Mm -hmm. idea of are the people that are seem to have the most perfect lives are they actually some of the saddest people in the sense that they're not really living they're trying they care more about curating Mm. and also where do you draw the line because i think it's really important that people from a privacy perspective that people only show what they want to show but it feels like it's gone so far that Mm-hmm. it's now become this thing that's more toxic than not. One of the comments that we got sent from a friend who doesn't have any social media. Has she does, has she like deleted it or she just never had it? She had it and then deleted it. And she said, there have been a few times when friends have been in such a low point in their life, but their socials tell a completely different story. We should all stop lying to each other, exclamation, exclamation, exclamation. And I actually really relate to that because there have been times I'm very guilty. Well, not very guilty. I think if I find something funny, I'll just post it. And if I like a picture, I'll just post it it um i'm really trying not to curate so to speak but i'm also not thinking about it in such a deep way that i'm posting when i'm really sad i I mean i just don't tend to do it if i'm sad because i don't really want to talk to anyone but i haven't i'm sure i have in the past like posted something on my story because i wanted to get a certain person's attention or i wasn't feeling great so i was looking for attention from anyone at that point and i think we've all been guilty of that you can see it and it's a bit it is a bit sad when you're like what am i what am i doing like this is really silly 
Um, but I think that's a really interesting point because it's like, yeah, why are we why are we lying to each other? It's weird, isn't it, that you'd want normally if you just think about even your closest friends, sometimes you just want to be alone, just want some time to yourself. And it's weird that we would in those moments put something out on public to people that we don't really have any closeness with, mm. but not want to talk to your closest friends. It's a weird. But then on the flip of I that, know. I think a lot of people have found solace in communities online when they weren't able to in real life. So I really understand why someone would then turn to an online platform to reach out. I think the big fundamental problem and whilst it's underpinned by this idea of like cookies and like the more you watch of one thing, the more it shows you that thing and we're not exposed to different sides and different perspectives. Yeah. So you end up having, it just sort of concentrates these really, it makes people feel more hardened in their views. It's polarised. They're very like one-sided views, exactly, and causes greater polarisation. And I don't think that's ever a good thing because we need to listen to people more and... I'm pretty sure I've made this point to friends off air before. On the face of it, it looks like Twitter in particular, but also Facebook. It it looks like it's good for conversation because someone can say something and then all these comments give people a chance to sort of pick it apart. But I actually don't think that's conducive to conversation, having a debate, because it's really important to listen in a debate and then respond to points and try and understand where someone's coming from and making sure that you're talking about the same thing before you go to, like, rip something to shreds. And also allowing two people to have a conversation before other people start chiming in i mean just imagine how that would look in real life yeah it's a whole problem of keyboard warriors isn't it and the ability to really just hammer your point without actually as you say listen it's so important though it's called like commenting and responding you're not really responding because what's happening it's just people launching into yeah reacting and and putting forward your like opening statement if you like so people never respond to exactly what someone's saying yeah and I find that really problematic because people think that they're having a, a good debate or good conversation, but I just think it it just causes animosity. And because people can't look each other in the eyes when they're doing it, mm-hmm. you completely forget. You're removed from the humanity of person. it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and it, it becomes reactive, like you're saying, rather than interactive, I guess. I went on a date recently. No man may clearly going fantastically well. But um, <laughs> we were talking about social media and whether it's a red flag. I feel like... I don't know where this whole red flag thing has come from, but recently loads of people are just like, I think it's trendy. It's probably from social media that we've got it, but it's like getting the ick and red flags about people. And we were saying, is it a red flag for someone to not be on social media? Because part of it's really like, ooh, they're quite like, like they're removing themselves from all of the cons that we're discussing and they're kind of taking a stand above it. And it's always difficult. We've spoken about this before. It's difficult to go against social norms and to take yourself out of a world where it seems on the surface to connect a lot of people. Mm. And obviously I think that's kind of like an attractive quality, but then equally, if someone were to say to me, I'm not on social media, I'd be a bit like, hmm, okay. Yeah. How do I stalk you? How do I know about you? How do I see if we've got friends in common? That's an interesting point, isn't it? Yeah, it's kind of a taboo, but Mm. everyone does it. You kind of stalk someone's internet presence. You build up a picture in your mind, which is always going to be wrong. It's dangerous. It's It's dangerous, dangerous, It's always going to be a, a, a contorted version of what someone actually is, but it feels like really essential. I don't know, maybe because the world is so big but we're all so far away it feels like yeah that's the equivalent of having a you know small talk do you know what i think it is so like in the olden days the way people would meet and gather would be through the people they knew so there would be int- mm. lots of introductions lots of oh this is my friends blah 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 and that's kind of how it was done back in the day when i was not born but nowadays <laughs> we don't really have that people meet online all the time and i think it's just a reassurance it gives you a bit of veracity to who they are and you can be like right okay cool 
we have a couple mutual friends those people are mentally stable and sound um so i'm gonna give this person a little bit of a tick box because of that and then if they're not on social media you're like hang on though are you just some scallywag that <laughs> lives on the outskirts and doesn't really have like the same values yeah. or whatever it's yeah I think I think there's a very attractive quality in someone if you view or interpret someone's lack of social media presence as being well they don't need external validation they know what to do with their life they know where they're going they know how to have a good time without other people commenting on it mm. that I think is a it feels like a rare quality yeah. today but at the same time if you interpret it as they're just not really in touch with today yeah then that is also a bit of a turn off so it's a weird kind of yeah there's a quite a fine line isn't yeah. there between where that feels like an attractive quality i think it's really interesting that you say you're a really cool person if you can be doing something and not feel the need to post about it and not feel the need to have that external validation i think that's so interesting because sometimes i'll be doing something really fun and i'm like you know what i don't really want to share this with anyone i'm really content in what i'm doing I'm having a great time. I don't want to be on my phone. I don't want to look at it right now. I don't want to show anyone where I am. And then other times I'm like, this is really cool. I want to show people this because it's fun. And then other times I'm like, I want to post this because I probably am looking for external validation. So I feel like I cross over all three of those spectrums. And Mm -hmm. I don't think that's necessarily healthy to bounce through things like that. But equally, I'm like, I'm kind of thinking, is it that deep? But then obviously it's having some kind of impact if I'm able to recognize when I'm doing it for the wrong reasons and trying to stop that. Yeah, I definitely think that this certainly within, I say my generation, because I do think this is a generational thing. It's kind of got to the point where the idea of being able to stalk someone online, I use the term banding it around, but we're kind of using it lightly. The idea of being able to understand someone or gauge something from their online presence, it can be really exciting. Mm. Um whether it's friends or romantic or something like that yeah it's quite exciting and you can talk about it as like friends and that kind of thing but at the same time i think you you have this moment of realization where you're like am i okay with the fact that i can find out this amount of information does Mm. it kind of there's obviously going to be an air of mystery but it take away an element of mystery and i just feel like it's a tension but it's kind of where we're at Mm. you want to be able to find out more about someone online it's always you're always a bit frustrated when you can't because someone is very closed or they have private accounts or anything like that yeah that taps into human psychology i've had people come up to me before and be like why are you private why are you private on instagram i wanted to stalk you and i couldn't stalk you without requesting to follow you and then you would know that i was trying to stalk you um i was just gonna say i think in terms of so when we set out to do this episode those 29 minutes ago we were saying that we wanted to unpack the pros and cons and i don't let's not insult the intelligence of our listeners you know what the pros to social media are we've done it in every language class that we've studied in cultural stuff like it's pretty bloody clear so i don't think we necessarily need to go into it but obviously like we're using it for business and marketing purposes for moto and like connecting people from around the world like all of that goes without saying i think well i want to ask you a question here because this is something i've thought about um and i'm not sure if I feel this wholeheartedly, but it's definitely something that I've toyed with that maybe social media should be used as a more of like a marketing business to business or business to consumer, which obviously has its problems, the idea of just endless capitalist marketing. But in terms of would it be safer if it was more of a business tool rather than an individual kind of peer to peer type thing? Hmm. Maybe it's just the way that I use it. I, I like the close friends aspects now where you can the people that are your genuine meaningful friends yeah I think it's really I love going and seeing people that I've not caught up with in ages and seeing what they're up to I think that's really nice I wouldn't want to take away from 
the people connection aspect of it um, maybe it would be I don't know but then there's no point splitting up the business or maybe there is a point in splitting up the commercial aspect to a purely social aspect because then it would mean that Instagram would not be so heavily capitalist like it is now like where mm. it's like we've got the Instagram marketplace and all of that is constantly shoved down your throat and it's always pushing you to buy and pushing you to buy things you don't need and it mixes that in with you seeing what that you know person that you met on in x country is doing I don't know they almost capture you when you're unaware of it you go on thinking oh, I just want to see what people are up to and then you've you've ordered a new handbag or something <laughs> is that what you're doing on your Saturdays to be having oh yeah I need to have got lots of handbags that need returning I don't need all of this stuff that's being shoved down our throat constantly we just want it because we feel like we need to want it kind of thing mm. And I don't think social media helps. I think it exacerbates it and makes it worse. So I see what you're saying. One of my friends suggested, um, kind of going back to email. I mean, I think letter writing is probably just a bit inefficient now. But in terms of e- like email. Well, with a postal writing... system as it is, Toby, don't be suggesting letter writing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and just, um, you know, using that so it's a bit more delayed and you do a more reflective kind of summary. And it's encouraging writing good prose rather than, I don't know, just quick fire poorly w u do too yeah <laughs> but that's so true i hate i feel like i'm a very i'm either a very quick texter when i have a second to be on my phone or i will mm. take three to five working days it really depends just because everything's so hectic and busy now but i feel really guilty when i don't when i'm not available to people all the time and that's awful like when would anyone yeah. in a physical aspect be able to constantly respond to you and constantly be at your back and call i would say to people if you message me like if i don't reply straight away i'll end up getting distracted and then it just falls down it's not there you don't have that immediate like mm. immediacy of needing to respond whereas if someone calls me and i can take it then i will and if i, I can take it <laughs> no but it's in like if i'm not literally doing something no yeah if someone calls me and i can take it i'll take that because i'll go like this is as if someone's just come to come around my house knocked on the door and yeah so i think there's some there's some kind of forms of communication that mirror the idea of just rocking up to someone or going out for a walk and talking to someone yeah um, it's not like meaningful phoning, though emailing. is it because if you're just doing it like if someone replies to my story and it's just like oh nice i'm just gonna double tap that and like it. I'm not, that's not a, yeah. a meaningful conversation and i think that's what social media sometimes strips us away from is like genuinely talking to people and like actually just having proper conversations like you said earlier rather than just boom boom like that like that it's a problem with interpretation isn't it you're always going to read what someone i guess it's just the written form when someone writes something to you Mm. you're always going to read it with your internal voice Mm. whereas if someone's talking to you you hear them i mean maybe if you couldn't write on social media you could only send voice notes maybe that would be a step in the right direction because you'd at least get the other elements of voice and yeah yeah i love voice notes i think they're so fun so many people always like don't you dare send me a voice note because a i don't want to listen to it and b I'm going to have to reply and it's going to be like what did they say at message at minute 120 and then you forget but I think it's lovely I think it's really lovely I think it's and then you get to hear people's voices and that's nice because you're right about the internal thing my flatmate got got a text from a boy being like get home safe and she came into my room she was like how dare he send me this text saying get home safe and I was like uh (laughs) I think that's pretty nice, no? <laughs> but she'd read it yeah. in like a really angry internal voice. 
which really cracked me up. I think as well, like you, you can send a message kind of while you're doing something else. So you're not fully, your attention's not in the conversation. Whereas if you do a voice note, it'd be a bit awkward if you're watching a film with friends and then you just start recording a voice note. So you so have to rude. take yourself away. <laughs> yeah. But there's a reason it's because it's, it's a bit more thoughtful and yeah. So I think we're saying that communication is a really good thing and building communication and to the extent that social media allows you to do that's a really great thing but I think we need to re- look at the way that we use it like you've said life is so busy and moves so quickly and I think when you're sending a message it's almost to placate a sense that you feel guilty yeah we should not feel guilty we should all just be a bit more understanding that you'll know if if you're really good friends with someone and you'll just wait for the right time to talk to that person and I, I always think a good measure of friendship is if you don't see someone for a long time but you can pick up exactly where you left off it's as if nothing's changed yeah except everything like you've got so much to talk about but like you feel as comfortable as you did a year ago when you last saw that person that's a really good thing i really struggle with that sense of guilt because i always want the people i care about to know that i care about them and that i'm there for them but then it's hard it's hard to maintain isn't it that sense of being at someone's beck and call via message and so you're always going to feel guilty because you're never going to be able to maintain it yeah and i think the only person who you need to be at the beck and call of is for yourself and sometimes i've been in places where i'm just I'm so present for other people that I'm really not showing up for myself and that's awful and I think social media sometimes makes that worse so in terms of wrapping up I think we've we've unpacked some of the cons pretty well should we try and give a little toolkit as to how we both manage social media and if anyone's got ideas and maybe what we're trying to do differently exactly okay well after you there's there's lots of things about like limiting screen time I think you can get apps and that that shut basically stop you from being able to use it after x amount of time I always find that each day is a little different. Mm. Um, sometimes I spend more or less time. I think I just try to, to be honest, keep my phone out of sight. If I don't want to use social media, I think it's better that I don't use my phone at all mm. because the phones are just a port, like a hub of social media. Mm-hmm. Try and prioritise conversations and physical encounters with people rather than Ooh. replying to people. I just think fundamentally just putting my phone out of sight and then I quite quickly forget about the need to yeah. use it. I don't know if other people find that. Maybe it's because I already don't use social media as much as some people. But yeah. I do find that being able to see my phone really changes what is a priority in my head. Yeah, I agree. If that makes sense. It yeah. does. I do that. Like when I really am feeling overwhelmed by stuff, I will just put my phone in a different room and I find that really helps. I have that screen thing set up on my phone. So I'll try and have, I think it's like 30 minutes of social media time, but literally every single day I will exceed that and have to, it's so demoralizing to have to be like, ignore time limit today. And then it's like, you can ignore it for five minutes or 15. Yeah. And that's just like, that's just like defeats a, a the object. alarm or yeah. writing a list that's not achievable. And then you just feel bad for not achieving anything when actually yeah. counting your actual achievements. So that, I think that's why I think if you want to use it, then use it, but don't feel bad about it, but be really realistic about whether it's enriching your life. Yeah, some practical things that I do. I just, I'm really careful about who I follow nowadays. It's not personal. If something's come up and I'm like, oh, I don't really feel like that's adding in any value to me. Yeah. It kind of made me feel a bit weird or made me feel a bit bad about myself. I'm just going to unfollow it because I don't need to see that. It's not going to make me feel good about myself. Um, another thing is I always have, this is so like unrealistic, but I always have a book if I can. Um, so if I feel the need to like doom scroll and I feel my fingers itching to do that, I'll just try and reach for the book instead. Yeah. Or like I'll always try and have my headphones so I can listen to music rather than sit and scroll because I'd much rather just turn off my head for a bit. But equally, like all of this stuff is so easy to preach. 
but when it comes mm. down to it i do sometimes just scroll and i do sometimes just post and but that's but that's fine too because it's fine to want to express like if you've taken a nice picture or you've seen something that's funny just post it if you want to post it just post it like i don't think any of that is the point of what we're we're kind of getting at it's more when it's a detriment to how you feel and how you think and the kind of media that you're exposed to is super limited then i think it's a bit of a red flag (laughs) i just think i would encourage people not necessarily because i'm doing it because i know the benefits it's brought other people try different things like try it might seem really out there and uncomfortable but maybe try the people that you'd normally sort of like their photos and stuff maybe try writing them an email and stuff i mean obviously both parties need to be on board (laughs) i just feel like not because that's that's going to be the thing you do going forward but it might tap into the good side of social media what why you're really doing it yeah then you kind of meet a middle ground of you know occasionally i'll respond to whatever but i'll pick up the phone if i really want to talk to them yeah I think a lot of people struggle with phone calls. Um, I used to be like that. I used to think, don't call me. And sometimes Mm. if I've really not got the energy, then I just don't want to talk to anyone. So that's harder. I think we kind of touched on this in our last episode on motivation for sports and stuff. But if you've had a really, really long day, sometimes all you have the energy to do is sit back and scroll on your phone kind of thing. And I do that Mm. a lot, especially if work's been horrendous. I really don't want to talk to anyone. I won't have the energy to go to the gym. I won't have the energy to even watch a movie. And that's when you know something's up because I love movies. But yeah, it's it's okay if you have days like that. And I think it's important not to be super tough on yourself if you do just end up doom scrolling because we're all doing it. And that's not necessarily a good thing. But yeah, there's no need to beat yourself up. It's just about prioritizing, isn't it? And I think you just want to try not to get to that point where you feel physically sick by the amount of time you spend on it and you go, I need to put it down. Mm. If you got to that point, then it's probably not good. It's almost definitely red flag. Too long on it. <laughs> but that's the thing. We all need to be self-policing a bit more because I, like you've said, I don't think these apps are, they're not tailored enough. They're, no, that is the people. absolute opposite. They want us there. They want to suck us in, get us yeah. buying stuff. It's hashtag capitalism, baby. Yeah, it's tough. Let us be the revolution. One step at a time. And on that note, I think it's time to wrap up. We've uh, I think so. covered a lot of territory today. We've, in some ways, we've created more questions than actually answered, but I think... We didn't start it by saying we would fix the problems with social media, so we've not misled anyone. But let us know if you have any like how-to bits and bobs that you think are helpful. And yeah, you know, like, share, subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Listen to our podcast. We're the worst problem. <laughs> can you reshare on your instagram story so actually you know what don't message us on insta email us at moto.thepodcast at gmail.com send us as toby said some nice pros that would be pretty cool but yeah thanks for tuning in yeah hope you've enjoyed it hope you've learned something have we just shot ourselves in the foot by saying stop using social media that's how people know the episodes are out keep using it but just follow moto that's the way oh perfect thank you so are you bye was that your bum? <laughs> Did you see any of that? Just your ass floating in the sky. <laughs>